Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Welcome, I'm Uma Girish, and you are listening to a new episode on The Grammar of Grief. In today's episode, I would love to share with you the five ways in which you can support someone who's grieving. You know how when someone is grieving a loss and you run into them or you actually show up to express your sympathies, the words suddenly dry up and you don't know what to say, much less what to do. So both you and the grieving person find themselves in this space, this awkward space where Words have dried up and you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do and they are feeling the absence of being validated, being held and it's just uncomfortable for everyone. So here are five tips that you can actually use to support someone who's grieving a loss. One, listen. Never discount the importance of listening. Grieving people need to tell the story of loss over and over, almost like they need to convince themselves that this terrible thing, whether it was divorce, a death or a cancer diagnosis really happened. So you don't need to do anything but just listen. Listen with your ears and more importantly, listen with your heart. It's not necessary for you to say anything. It's not necessary for you to offer up a story that is worse than what they're telling you as a way to make them feel better. In fact, that makes the grieving person just feel like they they haven't been heard. So just zip your lips and listen. Grief therapist and author Patrick O'Malley says that the act of being listened to actually changes the very structure of our brain. That's how valuable listening is. So just show up and listen. Two, show up. Show up once the relatives have returned to their lives. Show up when friends have stopped calling or visiting. Show up when the person who's grieving finds themselves alone and a little bit lost. Call regularly. Send cards and little notes on the days that you're not able to show up. Just the physical act of showing up lets someone who's grieving know that you truly care and that they can count on you. Three, serve. You know how when you say, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. That's like tossing the responsibility right onto the grieving person. Now remember, someone who's grieving feels like their head is wrapped in a thick brain fog. They probably have only enough energy to brush teeth and shower, if that. So instead of saying, call me if you need me to do anything for you, or let me know if there's anything I can do for you, learn to speak in specifics. That is way more helpful. So say something like, I'll bring dinner on Thursday, or I'll walk your dog in the evenings. Or you can say, I'll come and do a load of laundry on Friday afternoon. Specific offers of help are a big gift to the person who's grieving. Four, 
share. Most grievers find deathly silence when it comes to the mention of their loved ones. People don't mention the dead person's name for fear of upsetting the person who's grieving. But nothing could be further from the truth. Grieving people find the mention of their loved ones in spirit like music to their ears. So say the person's name out loud, share stories and memories, say things like, I love how Bob used to make Sunday breakfast for you, or I miss Jenny's meatloaf, remember she used to use that particular spice which gave it that awesome taste? Or remember the time you put up the Christmas tree two years ago? I'm so grateful I have that memory to treasure. Actually make the effort to remember and retell stories about the grieving person's loved one. And five, be patient. Patience is so very important when you're dealing with someone who's grieving a loss. It's not your job or anybody else's to impose a deadline on when someone else's grief should be over. It could be several months before your friend or relative begins to feel normal. So you have to be patient with their sorrow. Grieving people also can seem to be very indecisive. That's because they have to change their mind a lot depending on how they're feeling on a given day. There is no way for them to predict how they're going to be feeling on Friday afternoon when they make a commitment to you on Tuesday evening. So, if they agree to go to dinner with you three days ago, they may not feel up to it on the day and they may cancel. Or, it's possible that they forget promises they made to you. Grieving people can also be super sensitive, irritable and touchy. Try your very best not to take this personally. Understand that they are in a really difficult season of life and that they are trying to do the best they can. So, if you want to truly support them, you need to bring an ocean of patience to them. If these tips were useful to you, please do share this with a friend or family member. Spread the word about my podcast to other people. Leave a review on iTunes. These are some ways you can, in which you can pay it forward. Before I sign off, I just want to let you know that I have a webinar coming up on the 7th of December, which is a Thursday, a week from now. I'm going to be teaching a live webinar on what your soul wants you to know about your best life. This is a webinar on the topic of life purpose. And you can find all the details on my website, umagirish.com. There will also be a registration link through which you can register Feel free to share the link with your friends on social media. Let's make sure that as many people who can attend, who are interested in hearing this information, are able to join us. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast journey of mine. I send you love and blessings. Thank you for listening to The Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.